And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> that laugh was a madman laugh. Uh, and, <laughs> and Shane Manila. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it just always sounds like when you're like, hi, everybody. <laughs> like You don't want to say hi. Well, you know me. I'm very... Very reserved and demure. Oh, so. yeah, exactly. Demure. <laughs> yes, that's how I describe you to my friends. My friend Shane, who's very demure. Anyway, listen to this one. <laughs> Meanwhile, he has his sleeve rolled up and he's rubbing his tattoo there and everything. <laughs> he's wearing a Dynasty Trades HQ muscle shirt. Is I he am, really? I am. I am. Let's with see. The, the new logo. Whoa. Dynasty Trades HQ. That's awesome. Bro, when you get the muscles, that thing's going to look good. Oh. <laughs> I mean... I just keep eating carrots and uh, <laughs> made a carotene and I'm gonna fill this bad boy out. So oh, mine good. like fell south and are now in my beer belly. Oh no my muscles. god! Uh, I've got it on the screen behind me as a background screen, but I don't, I don't have the muscle shirt. That's for sure. Uh, but that looks cool, man. Um, it does. Well, before we get started, we do have some news, and oh man, the first thing on the news is going to make Jeremy cry. But before we talk about that, why don't we hear from our sponsor, DeviWatch.com? Devi Leagues are the fastest growing form of Dynasty Leagues. Whether you're new to Devi or maybe you've played Devi for a long time and are just looking for an edge, DeviWatch.com has you covered. Do you need to know who will be a first round rookie pick before the rest of your league does? Do you want that future NFL Combine star on your taxi squad before he blows up at the Combine? Devi Watch has Superflex Devi ranks, Devi ADP, and an annual Devi Watch guide to help you. The 2020 Debbie Watch Guide ranked and profiled over 260 players. It includes dominator ratings, breakout ages for returning prospects, and if you play college fantasy football, they've got you covered there as well. Volume 2 of the 2020 Debbie Watch Guide has tons of information about new college coaching staffs and how their scheme changes affect the college fantasy landscape. They also have team-by-team breakdowns for all 130 FBS teams. If you play college fantasy football, their CFF rankings will drop in July. Visit DeviWatch.com and check out the two membership options. Join today and gain access to their industry-leading content. Click Have a Coupon and enter the code DTHQ when you sign up so they know you heard about them on the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Yeah, those Devi Watch guys are all right. I tell you, I get to work with them pretty closely, editing for them, and uh, a good group of fellows over there. Check them out at DeviWatch.com. Sweet. I was trying, people don't hear it, but I was trying to poke Jeremy to start talking, but I know he's very sad about the news that are, is coming out about college football, right? Yeah, it's very sad, all right. I'm going to miss uh, my boy Justin Fields' junior year. I'm going to miss the, the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, beating Michigan again. going to miss the entire Big Ten season because they canceled it. And while they say that they're going to have a spring season, maybe as early, beginning as early as January, it's probably not going to happen because those athletes would then have the ones that are still on the team that don't graduate, right, are, are going to have to play two football seasons in one calendar year. That's pretty unlikely to happen. So it's probably just a punt, no, no season. And um, it's a bummer, man. Already this year, so much has been shut down. All the concerts you wanted to go to, all the events, anything you wanted to do, your kids are home from school, and then sports are canceled. You know, really the only thing we have right now Hockey, baseball, I guess the NBA is trying to do something right. But uh, big-time college football, for the most part, won't be the same with the Big Ten, the you know the Pac-12, all those guys um, basically not playing. The Big 12 wants to play. The SEC, I don't know if they've even said, but it's just a mess. You won't have a true college season. A bummer, too, is any of our college football, fantasy football leagues that we drafted teams for, and I drafted a pretty good one, spent like two weeks drafting it, we just basically got our money back. Uh, got a refund because there's no season. Um, you know, and it's good that we got our money back. But, dude, I had a hell of a team. I was ready to compete. I, I, mean, I, I spent some serious time analyzing that and drafting that team. And I started thinking, wow, if this happens in the NFL, we're all going to be crying. if they, Even if the season's just reduced or, you know, altered in some way, it's going to be a 
big time bummer for us fantasy football guys. I didn't know that you were in an own a college. Uh, I always hear about the Devi stuff, but you're in a fantasy league that was just college players, and you were going to play yeah. with college games. Oh, I didn't know you're doing. Yeah, that. yeah, college stats, college players. Um, it, it, this one was the best ball that I was talking about uh, drafting. I haven't done the other ones. I usually do two every year. We didn't draft them at all um, this year, but this one was a new one. Uh, one of the Devi Watch guys at Devi Warehouse. Um, Greg Brandt set it up, and it was cool. A lot of people in the industry, a lot of college football freaks and fans um, were in it. And, yeah, it's it's just like our fantasy football leagues, our redraft leagues, but it's all college players. You, uh, you, you didn't know that they have college fantasy, Michael? I didn't say I didn't know. I said I didn't know Jeremy played in it. He's never – in the five years that I've talked to him and hung out, really? never, you've never mentioned to me that you play college fantasy football. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I do a couple leagues every year. This would have been my third one, but the other two we never drafted at all. So then it was just best ball. But, um, you know, fun. You just draft all the players you like, guys you want to reach on. Um and just see if every week your lineup has, you know, more points. And you can do that. I mean, I had, I had such a great team. I really liked most of the players on it, almost all the players cherry-picked. And, I mean, I'm just being selfish, but it's just <laughs> another feather in the cap of 2020 saying, of twenty the year 2020 saying we're canceling everything yeah. that you enjoy. Wait, did life. you hear? But did you hear um, <laughs> that uh, Rondell Moore – he opted out of the 2020 season too. <laughs> the, 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 the funny thing about that, people people won't know it, but last week Shane reported that last week on the show. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> he did that, Mike. He well, predicted that. that's what he it turns it. out to be because Jeremy was like, "No, he didn't," and then Shane was Shane realized he had the wrong name. So we, shot, we, yeah. we so but we Shane was as typical. Shane was a week early. A week early, and uh, and we, then this week when I added it to the show. She, <laughs> Uh, it didn't dawn on me that the Big Ten had already opted out or opted out anyway. So there was really no reason to add to this to the show sheet since unless he was going to play football by himself somewhere, oh, like, um, the uh, league, the conference actually opted out. So, yeah, no Big Ten, no Pac-12, but the SEC and the ACC still say they're a go. So uh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you just can't get away from Rondale Moore, man. Every time you bring up that guy's name, so something, something messes with you. And even even you, uh, Jeremy, you tweeted uh, last week something about Shane being Nostradamus, and actually only the three of us are the only ones that knew what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, that's, that's typical, man. I'm but, not trying to get clicks. I'm just just doing my thing i know i'm just kidding but the other big news that happened this week which kind of came out of nowhere was darius geis getting cut as he did all this really bad stuff did you guys not wonder if he might do something like that well no i never that never crossed my mind that he would do something like that so if you remember there was um that unsubstantiated report um during the NFL draft uh, run-up oh. that he got into it with uh, an Eagles coach. If you remember, we talked about this. It was never substantiated, though, and I blew it off. And I was, was like, that wow. during interviews Well, or that's, that's yeah. during interviews. And that must and be remember, why I don't remember. You're talking about a, a, a fight with a oh, coach, yeah. you know? Yeah, but I remember <laughs> blowing it off and going, eh, well, I'm sure he's fine. And, you know, there was character concerns about him. But we, I, I honestly thought it was stupid shit. Like, it was like he liked to play video games, apparently. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. But apparently, no, there was bigger concerns with this guy. Yeah. And if you actually read... Um, what he's alleged to have done. Um, not that, not that, you know, a one-time mistake is okay, but this isn't like the Joe Mixon or cream hunt thing, even a little bit where that looked like, you know, uh, I don't want to say momentary lapse in judgment. I don't want to downplay what either of those guys did, but what he did was extend it and over several months. Yeah. Um, he's probably on the prison. Um, yeah, you're yes. right. Yeah. Um, Virginia, he was charged with felonies for strangulation. Um, I it just <laughs> I was looking at a roster today and I thought, oh, my goodness, two weeks ago, I, I felt pretty good about these running backs. I had Keyshawn Vaughn, uh-huh. um, Darius Geis and Damian Williams. Oh, wow. And uh, one, <laughs> one guy's yeah, one guy's opted out. One's going to jail. Um, and uh, 
uh, I already forget who the other guy is. Something happened with him too, though. Yeah, I had Darius on like five rosters, I think. But the good thing about the rosters that I had him on, I had other guys in front of him. He was kind of like one of those guys where I was hoping that he'd finally do something, but I've also been hoping that for two years. So he wasn't... You didn't have to rely on him. Right. He wasn't somebody I was relying on. It was just somebody that was hopefully he would do something. So because, you know, he sucks as a human, whatever. Hopefully he goes to jail, um, whatever. Him. But what do you think about I, the rest of the team, though? Yeah, from a fantasy football aspect. Now, so yeah. I did an article a few weeks back, maybe a month ago, about uh, AP possibly ending up as a starter there. Obviously, yeah. I didn't foresee this, not not even a little bit. <laughs> I foresaw like guys not being able to get on the field because he couldn't get on the field. Right. Um. So I, I know he's more of a he's a low reward guy though. Like you know he's he's going to be a guy that if you stick him in there, there's going to be a week when he gives you six points. So I wanted to get Jeremy's takes though on uh, everybody's new sexy favorite boy in the world, yeah, uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, I thought you were going to say Bryce Love. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, him well, too. One... I, call, I saw a couple people touting him too. Well, that's what I was just going to say, Jeremy. Which one of those two do you like better? I, you know, I'm an Antonio Gibson fan. I, I, I won't disparage that guy. You know, um, player profiler, those guys love to comp players with um, their metrics. And, you know, Joe Mixon comes up with uh, Antonio Gibson. I mean, Mixon is probably good enough in the receiving game to be a wide receiver, certainly a slot receiver or something like that. Now he's built like a running back, obviously, and he plays that position. And Gibson can play both positions, too. The thing about Gibson is he didn't get a lot of action at Memphis, right? He, he mean, he, he didn't. We're, we're trying to forecast this guy based on, like, 80 touches or something in college. So, you know, you got a wide receiver who's maybe going to play wide receiver, a running back who's maybe going to play running back. We don't know what we're getting with that guy. It's not like he's this um, uh, super athlete playing one position where you know that he's going to be – either a running back or a wide receiver. So we don't know. There's that question with Antonio Gibson, what he's going to do. People think that he's like this Swiss Army knife. I know that's an overused thing going back a long time in the NFL. Those guys don't typically get a lot of touches if you're going to call them that. Um, but with Geis out, yeah, could be. I mean, they've been playing him. You know, the, the Washington football team has been playing him at <laughs> oh both God. positions. And, you know, I think he – uh, projects a little bit better as a pass catcher, as a wide receiver, but he can run the ball. I just, they have Peyton Barber. They have Adrian Peterson, who is competent still in his 50th year of life or whatever. And, <laughs> and Bryce Love. And Bryce Love, fast guy, had some injury troubles, you know, would have been drafted higher, all sorts of things. If he's really healthy, I certainly prefer Bryce Love as a talent, as a if he's 100% healthy, and I really can't ever say that, but right. I would prefer him, really would prefer him to Antonio Gibson at the running back position. But if they use Gibson more in the passing game, I mean, hell, Duke Johnson's been used mostly at, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. as, as a slot receiver at times. And then um, the little fella up in Chicago, too, that you guys know I love, has also been used a lot a lot in the slot as, as a receiver. I, I could see that. I don't know what to predict for Antonio Gibson. I'm not going to put all my um, eggs in one basket and say that Antonio Gibson's the starting running back for Washington now, the Washington football team, now that Darius Geis is injured. I, I'm not going to take that risk. In, in certain oh leagues, God. I'll take him, but I'm just not as high as other people. He's a hell of an athlete. Yeah. So, I just long winded response, guys. No, right, that's no, right. No, well, no, but, so I just, I just wanted to look at his trade value. Uh huh. Um, Which one? Know, I want, Gibson uh, or Bryce? What's he going Gibson. for? Bryce Love, um, first of all, is like a poor man's uh, Ronald Jones. Um, he cool. he, except Ronald Jones is actually a better pass catcher than Bryce Love. Um, but so Ryan McDowell put out a tweet um, <laughs> earlier in the week, and it was basically like, "What what players on any you know every, on everybody's uh, rosters right now that's going to be on waiver wires this time next right, year?" Right, I saw that. What was the consensus? What and Ray, well, it was just everyone was throwing shit out there. But Ray GQ put, you know, Bryce Love, and uh, you know, I responded back. I don't know if he's going to make the the roster of his, of his NFL team this year. To be quite honest with yeah. you, I was that before, not... guys? You said that or after? No, 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 after. Oh. Like, oh. because people are hyping up Bryce Love like he, he's gonna 
Like for some reason, he's going to be a guy that hits. Yeah, like, he's going to go from the fourth guy to the first guy suddenly overnight because Geis is gone. Right, but he's gonna, he's definitely going to make the roster at least. I mean, no, especially maybe, if they lost maybe, Geis I don't now. Know. He he wasn't a prolific receiver in college. Um, he's right. undersized, right? He's 5'10", 190 something. If Ooh, that, fat. yeah, he's probably not in real life. That's not even what he is. That's what he was listed at college. <laughs> so he's probably five eight, one ninety. I'll give him right. Um, so he's small and little, but he can't, he's, he's built like a receiving back, but he can't catch. I mean, not that he can't catch, but he's just not ever shown that he's a receiving yeah, back. He's not an experience like, with lots of reps pass catcher. But the implication that he doesn't make the roster would mean that they would go into the season with AP and Gibson and Barber. Peyton J.D. Barber. McKissick, baby. Oh, and J.D. Don't J.D. McKissick. Yeah, that's right. Don't sleep on J.D., baby. <laughs> so, so um, you think they would go with all those guys? <laughs> Nah, probably not. It's a good yeah. chance he makes the roster. But I'm just looking at some of these Antonio Gibson trades and oh, someone and this guy is my my personal fucking hero. I don't know who this guy is. He <laughs> traded DJ Dallas yeah. and Antonio Gibson and got Marquise Brown. Oh wow. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> yeah. Too iffy, maybe. I don't know what they're gonna be in the NFL for a starting wide receiver. Yeah. And I yeah. guarantee you that the, that, the guy yes, he did that trade with, I bet you he had Geis on his roster. I, I there's no excuse for that, man. No, but I bet that's, you that's could yeah. be what it is. He had that's, Geis that's on his what roster. you call an overpay, man. That's crazy. You're still overpaying. To I'm not to saying it. he didn't, but I'm just I'm just trying to think of what would be the reasoning besides stupidity. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't want to say <laughs> stupidity. Look, Antonio Gibson. I, I get the love for him. I really do because he's I a guy I loved as a sleeper. Because yeah. he's a guy I'm like, hey, he might get 10 touches a game. And no, not every game is he going to ball out. But, you know, this is a guy that scored a touchdown like once every, you know, three times he touched a ball in college or something yeah. ridiculous he like ball that. like 80 times, buddy, every, yeah. every third it's, time. Yeah. And, yeah, you want to root for the guy when you're drafting him in the third, fourth rounds. But now people are paying a, a hefty price for that guy. Yeah, so my man had 77 career college touches um, yep. at, at the uh, Division One level or whatever they call that. Uh, I'm old, so I don't know what they call it anymore. <laughs> and old. he had uh, 14 touchdowns. Power five. Yeah, 14 touchdowns on 77 career touches. I don't know what that works out to. It's high. If you yeah, you put that into the calculator, and it's like, oh, that's that's not that's not a real number. That's that that's not supposed to happen. So. Again, I like him as a, as a, as a guy that like you could buy cheap. That like okay, maybe he'll hit. But there's guys. I see another trade here on the DLF trade finder. Someone gave up a first and a second, a 2021 first and a second for him. Like to me, overpay. that's overpay. That is <laughs> boy, that is bold. Bold. No, it's not an overpay if you get what you're expecting to get for that first and second, and he becomes a starter and he becomes a fantasy, you know, star for you. But they're banking that that's a certainty with moving those two picks for him i mean last and you look at last month just just for fun i'm just going to look at one of the trades that he was involved in it was uh him and aj Dillon for Keyshawn vaughn and mike boone what a difference <laughs> uh what a difference what a difference yeah. a year makes yeah Keyshawn. yeah really look and i get it i understand look i mean if you're not selling antonio gibson right now you're doing it all wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And I know Mike, Mike, Michael fight me on this because, you know, we got into it last year with Devin Singletary and I was like, sell that guy immediately. That's a different situation though. I, I, I and I still agree with what I did with Devin Singletary, but in this case, I, I, I but you know me, my, my, my motto is always going to be like, you sell on a guy like this. Look, I thought he could be something he, but I loved grabbing him late in the second, early in the third. But if someone's going to give me a first rounder, or if I can give up him, and DJ fucking Dallas to get Marquise Brown. Oh, of course. Holy fucking sweet <laughs> mother of God, I'm going to do yeah, that all day. You know what's going to happen? They're going to use either Adrian Peterson until he's banged up or Peyton Barber as their lead back in Washington on the football team there in Washington, whatever the hell they're called. And they're going to use uh, Antonio Gibson, you know, like a lot of teams do in pa on passing downs. They're going to pass the ball to him. He's going to be in there. He's going to play. He's going to be in there. But he's not going to be somebody that you're going to have wanted to pay, but people are paying to get him as if he's a starting back. In fact, they're going to be mad that they didn't get Peyton Barber or Adrian Peterson yeah. instead. The guys that are getting the volume. And then, you know, the people that are trying to hype up Bryce Love, you know, yeah, cool. Have him on your roster because you don't know. Maybe he can become fantasy relevant. But also when you're not paying for him, 
Yeah. I have him on the bottom of right. some of my rosters, but I didn't pay shit for him. It's fine then. But if you're paying for him, you're just not playing this game right. I don't. So I'm really gonna have to go out and pick up Peyton Barber and shit. <laughs> I think you should, man. And then God. you'll be like, "Hey guys, that paid for Antonio Gibson. Look at this shit." <laughs> I, I, I thought I was out on Peyton Barber, man. I thought his inefficient, non-talented ass was just completely dead. I didn't have to worry about him in fantasy anymore. But nope, nope now he pops back up. <laughs> the funny thing too, when you mentioned that uh, uh, about they're gonna go with the old Adrian Peterson, do you think they're there's any running back sitting on their couch right now that they might try to bring in? I don't know. Lamar Miller. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. What'd you just say? So you didn't hear Lamar Miller signed with the Patriots. Yeah. I didn't hear that he signed with the Patriots. Yeah. This this weekend, this weekend. Well, you were away on your birthday. I still didn't see it. today. He really was off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. You really were good. But that's what I was going to ask. Somebody like Lamar Miller who just signed with the Patriots. Do you think that? (laughs) Well, you you were away for your birthday. Listen, we, we understand you you were off the grid, you know, crazy man. Yeah. So Lamar Miller is, he's dead. Um. Yeah. So all that, all that, all that tells me is that uh, Sony Michelle exactly is not going to be starting the year on the active roster. He'll probably be on the what the pup or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's what people were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Hey, Damian Harris, how you doing? Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. He's better. <laughs> all right. So, but but isn't there still a couple guys out there? I mean. I, I know Jeremy mentioned Lamar Miller, but I mean, isn't there still a couple running backs sitting out there that haven't signed yet? Hey, Lamar I, Miller signed with the Patriots. He's not still out. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Miller is off the board. He right. definitely will not sign with Washington. I'm sure there is. There's no one that jumps to my mind. You know, I mean, Jay Jai is still out there. I don't know if he's officially retired. Yeah. Did Devonta Freeman ever yeah. sign with somebody? Nope. Nope. I know. Oh, there you go. That's, so that's, that's who we, he has to worry about. But yeah, but Freeman was out there, and he wants a lot of money, and now I'm sure he can't get that, but he could be somebody they could bring in. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking at my MFL league. Somehow I own Antonio Gibson in a grand total of zero leagues. Me too. I looked at mine, and I didn't have him in any of my leagues either. You know why, though? (laughs) Because every time it was given a choice between him and Anthony McFarlane, Uh you know who I drafted? McFarlane. McFarland eight times in rookie drafts. Yeah, good for you, dude. Because that was—that's exactly the player you want on the right running back team on the, the whole thing. I mean, it sets up pretty for McFarland, man. You don't need a whole lot to happen for McFarland to become relevant. You need a lot to happen for Gibson. The and I guys that that chip falling helps, but yeah. Let's not let's let's not act like we, that. Definitely does. Uh, look, it helps his cause. Like if he he could be a productive guy, like you know he might be a guy that they they scheme for twelve to fifteen touches. I'm just I've been burned in the past by Ty Montgomery, and all these guys that that come into the league that these slash wide receiver slash running back guys frighten the f- out of me because I think Ty Montgomery yeah. scarred me for life because I was <laughs> so in on that I was like he's gonna smash yeah 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 and then he got injured and it never happened. he was another one that I never I never ended up having him anywhere but you know we're we're talking about looking at our dynasty leagues but you know people are going into their redrafts right now um this is the time of year when people are doing their redrafts so there's some other news that we have here but before we go on why don't we hear from fandraft.com and people can hear what they're offering them for their drafts take your league's fantasy football draft to the next level with fandraft the online fantasy football draft board FanDraft makes your draft feel like the actual NFL draft with fun features such as streaming ticker, live draft clock, custom logos, and even team walk-up songs. You can also display multiple draft boards. FanDraft can be used offline or in person by exporting the display to a projector or large screen TV. It can also be used completely online, and any number of your league owners can join the draft remotely. It integrates with My Fantasy League, too. You may be aware that MFL is the most popular Dynasty League hosting site. You can perform both traditional and our favorite here at the HQ, auction-style drafts. FanDraft also supports IDP, rookie-only drafts, keeper leagues, just about any customization you can think of to meet your league requirements. You can also export draft reports. So sign up for a free trial account at FanDraft.com. When you're ready to order the pro account, use promo code DTHQ15 to save 15% off your purchase. 
Um, we're all drafting uh, remotely. We're not having our home league drafts. Fan draft is your solution. I saw some people on Twitter wondering how they could draft and make their drafts, you know, more like their real home league drafts in their basement or whatever in their backyards. And fan draft is the way to do that. Um, you know, for anybody who's remote, it works for those folks. For anybody who's live, it works for them. Everyone has access to the same draft board. You can tailor it to your leagues. And my favorite part really is that you can use this very well for auction leagues and set it up for any scoring or any any kinds of settings you want for your league. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And and you know, you were talking about Antonio Gibson and and trying to see if you had him in rookie drafts, but I, I would assume with all the hype going on right now that he'll he's bumped up in some of these people's redraft drafts, you know. I hope so. Uh, yeah, he's got to be. I'm, I'm sure he is. So the I other one Absolutely. <laughs> certain (laughs) you know he is somebody else that might jump up in people's drafts all because of the news he put out today was josh jacobs and uh, (laughs) josh jacobs came out and said that he's gonna catch 60 balls this year and uh i know shane you said you think he's so cute because he thinks that it's cute it's cute (laughs) it's funny that he thinks that i know like that's adorable (laughs) it's like he He's like a lot of fantasy football analysts out there uh-huh. um, <laughs> that apparently don't pay attention to a thing. Um, <laughs> Even himself? Like, <laughs> yeah, like the NFL draft or free agency. <laughs> you know, like they didn't just give Jalen Richard, whose only skill is catching the ball, um, a contract. They didn't just sign Devontae Booker, and you can call it a depth signing. Fine. Um, they didn't just, you know, draft uh, Lynn Bowden Jr., they didn't just draft Brian Edwards. They didn't just draft Henry Ruggs. Where are you getting 60 receptions from, dude? Like, where? Where? And I, I just – look, I like Josh Jacobs. I think he is uber talented. Don't don't put it there. Again, I, I think he's super talented, and I think in the right situation, he could definitely catch 60 balls. Um, it ain't with the Raiders. It, yeah, it, right. next oh. year. it definitely ain't next year. Um Although the Raiders would be really smart to do it. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that he wasn't used more in the passing game. We all are. And and if and if they were smart, I think they would do it. But, yeah, all signs point to no with what they've yeah. been doing on the side. And didn't they didn't yeah, he only have fact. didn't he only have 20 catches last year? So he's he's saying he's going to get three times as many catches this year. Yeah. Yeah, he only had something like 27 or 29 targets. I don't feel like looking it up. One of those numbers is correct. Right. In all fairness, though, you know, he was a rookie back. They leaned on him pretty good for a while there. So, it's possible that, you know, he's a better player now. He understands the offense even better. Now he can pick up, you know, blitzes. He can be better used in the passing game. So, honestly, I don't know about 60, but I would definitely expect an increase over last year if it was less than 30. I w- I would certainly think he'd get, you know, Maybe fifty. I, I seriously, um, if they're smart, and so people who think, oh, you know, they did all these things so that he's ne- necessarily not going to get the catches. I, I don't. I think it's possible he does. I still want Miles Sanders over Josh Jacobs, though. Yeah, because I know the football. And here, here's the thing: like Darren Waller is still there, and tight ends and running backs eat into each other target share. Yeah. Um, so and let, don't forget and don't forget about the young kid there that's that's uh gonna be playing what's that yeah no well that too he's he's really good in the slot i mean the tight end though um oh, that's foster moreau yeah foster moreau who i'm really really high on i think is going to become a, a good player so they they do have tight ends that can play football well and catch the football you're right and that's going to cut into running back catches but also renfro in the slot um he's no slouch i mean they they have they just drafted a bunch of wide receivers it's not looking good in the target department for anybody there that plays running back i like you josh jacobs i like you a lot i think you're adorable (sighs) i think it's your self-confidence is something that everyone should strive towards everyone should be confident in themselves um, but dude, but you're no uh, Miles Sanders. But the, the cool thing you are ab- no Miles Sanders. The cool Not thing just. about him, the cool thing about him for me in the startups that we did, you know, two three months ago, he was dropping. You know, I I would end up with that turn, and I was getting him after, like you say, the Miles Sanders and stuff like that. So I ended up with him on like five different rosters, 
and I didn't pay that much for him. Yeah, you got him at a value. I got him at a value. Yeah. So I mean, I like him, and and I liked. I, I was talking about him before a couple months ago. So I would like to see that happening. I'm sure it won't though. But the yeah, and I still like him. Like I don't want anyone to think I don't like him. I I really like him as a player, and I could see him being a low end running back one. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you know we're we're splitting. What's it? What's the saying? Uh, how many? angel heads can you put on a pin of a needle or something bullshit i don't know i don't know that i've never heard that before how many how many well i don't know (laughs) we're splitting hairs you know what i mean like he's still a top end asset it's just i don't think he's uh you know i don't think he could be ever in cmc and alvin Kamara and no miles sanders (laughs) uh levels just because i don't think he'll see the passing work you know, the other thing that we were talking about, uh, the deadline came and went uh, last week for the opt-outs for the season. Right. And, you know, we, we dis- discussed how it could move around and whatever. And then we finally found out it was next Thursday. And you made the joke that they, they put that date because we asked them to. But um, a lot of people thought... Yeah, early, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah and, and Jeremy opted out on his birthday. But a lot of people thought a lot of names would come out that day. And it didn't really happen. Um, but but one team that did lose two of their wide receivers was us down here in Miami, you know, Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns. So I, I know I'm not sure who wrote this on the sheet, but somebody said now the Dolphins only have two wide receivers. Me. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> there's two of them. There's uh, Devontae Parker and there's uh, Preston Williams. Yeah. And then uh, Isaiah something or another, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. I, I was just reading the sheet and I saw that it says they only have two. Yeah, they have but, Gary Jennings, Isaiah Ford, and Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mac Hollins, who oh, you know well. I forgot Jakeem about Mac Hollins. <laughs> and a bunch of other dudes. So it's a bunch of guys that I liked at one point or another. Not Mike, Mac Hollins, but oh my God, I loved uh, Gary Jennings coming out of uh, college. Like he was my, one of my favorite sleepers. And then he couldn't even make the roster in uh, Seattle. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid enough to fall for that. Like he couldn't even make it out of the Seattle Seahawks uh, training camp last year or whatever they call it yeah. now. And he, I don't think he caught on with any team. I don't think he played any games last year. I could probably look that up. Um, Gary Jennings Jr., not senior. Senior might have some college career. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I, I had a question for you about this once you find that. So, so Gary Jennings Jr. played uh, one game last year. Oh, really? Um, he had uh, one game. Okay, he played zero offensive snaps. And no special team snaps. Oh no, no, I lied. He played eight special team snaps and one, uh, one offensive snap. So he played nine snaps last year in one game. People were excited about Jakeem Grant, Hakeem Grant, Jakeem, Jakeem is that his name? Yeah. People were excited about him for five minutes when he was here. Also, you know. Yeah, the problem is Parker and Preston Williams, and they play the same damn position by trade. I mean, maybe they can move them around, but they both kind of play X wide receiver. They can move them around, I guess, but like Parker, Jennings, and Ford are slotted in as starters. So, but you know, that's what I was just. That's what I was just going to ask you, (laughs) Shane. That's what I was just going to say when I just said to you a minute ago. I said I have a question for you. What do you guys think about Gazeki? Because everybody was already starting to say they liked him. He was already bumping up people's uh, lists in this off season. So (laughs) now this even bumps him even higher. I mean, I don't know if it can bump him any higher. I think it's more like, and, and the same with, uh, I guess, Devontae Parker and Preston Williams at this point. It's not that these guys were major threats to him at all. I mean, Albert Wilson, whatever. He hasn't played a full season since uh, 1947. Right. And, uh, you know, Alan Hearns is whatever. He, you know, he's a four-string wide receiver. But it does, it just pretty much, I guess, reinforces that there's three targets in that o- offense. And that's it. Yeah. Like, how many offenses can you say, no, 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 there's literally three people you could throw the ball to? They traded for Adam Shaheen. So you have three and a half <laughs> receiving options. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, that is literally it. There is no one, like, there's going to be guys that you're going to look at that that box score and you're going to be like, who the f- 
is that and how did he get a target and you're going to be like well it's the dolphins they don't have a choice like if anyone goes down on that roster between uh parker or williams gasecki might see 200 targets see and we talked about it already that this was the year where you needed depth anyways because of covid and because of this and that so other teams are going to be playing players that we never heard of but we may be doing it in week three or something you know it, god forbid either one of those guys gets sick you know speaking of the 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 three and a half targets that the Dolphins have. Yeah, we, right. <laughs> we actually have some uh, listener trade questions that people asked us about. So uh, I was going to ask you guys your opinions. And one of them actually had Devontae Parker in it. So, oh. <laughs> so what the person said was he got an offer for a team that to give his team more depth. It's only a one quarterback PPR dynasty league, but he needs depth on his team. So he was offered Stefan Diggs, Devontae Parker, Chris Carson, and Hunter Henry. And then he would give up the 101 and Kareem Hunt. So let me look at the show sheet and try to try to try to uh, take this all in. <laughs> so Diggs, Parker, Carson, Hunter Henry for the 101 and Kareem Hunt. So he'd get two, two wide receivers, a running back, and a tight end. Yeah, like you say, it would probably be CEH and, and Kareem Hunt. Jeez, you know, guys. not to be the cop-out guy, but without knowing how many you start, this is literally impossible for me it, to answer. It's tough without knowing how many players he starts because he says he wants depth, um, you know, in general. And obviously the, the four pieces side is depth if he doesn't have tight ends, if he doesn't have wide receivers. But if he's going to come out of this with C, keep CEH and Kareem Hunt, that's – Right, like so. If this fantasy points right there, if you're if you start eight, um, it's the one on one side. If you start nine, yeah. it's still the one on one side. Yeah, you start ten, well, then I'm thinking it might be Diggs and Parker. Yeah, maybe that's you know, why he wants depth. Maybe he yeah. has a lot and it's, of players if he'll field. And it's a lot of nickels for a dollar. I get that. Um, but I'll tell you what, Stefan Diggs um, and Hunter Henry are really good young assets to have. Parker, we just talked about. I think he could have another smash year. And Chris Carson, I mean, apparently the guy's good. He's ready to go. All the guy does is produces a running back one every year. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you start 10 or more, uh, I'm going to lean to that, that Diggs, uh, to the package. Give me the package right in my face. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like one of our leagues. Start eleven, then that's even better. The more you start, the more it looks uh, it looks enticing to get Diggs and Parker, Carson, and Hunter Henry. But you know what? Getting that one hundred and one and what you can do with that with Kareem Hunt it certainly wouldn't be bad to hold in that case. Either. Yeah, I, I I would go with the. Pa- <laughs> I can't the even pa- say package now. Package. I'm just picturing a package in Shane's face, so it's it's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I would. <laughs> picture uh, yeah exactly i'd go with the parker dig side too um so we had another one here that is <laughs> another package and it goes along with our conversation about josh jacobs so it's a full ppr dynasty league that's only one quarterback so yeah. there's this is a second one that's only one quarterback where people are asking us these questions what the f- why are you people playing one quarterback leagues? Like, what the? Like, do you know how much fun superflex leagues are? Their superflex leagues aren't just more fun. First of all, they make the quarterback more valuable, right? They add a whole other layer of strategy just from your starting rosters. Then they add a whole other level for trading. Oh my god! Fucking superflex they leagues definitely make quarterbacks valuable, and they definitely add strategy to the game. Come on, man! If you want to play chess, um you know, like 3D chess, which is that funny. I don't know how you play it, but I've seen it. I've seen smarter people than me play it. Like the Vulcan yeah. chess thing? No, no, I, I've seen him play it on Big Bang Theory. My son and I are watching oh the, all 12 of those seasons. Um, but but Shane like woke up when, we, when he started talking about that. All right, so this is what the guy asked us. On one side is Josh Jacobs, which we just talked about, and Devontae Adams. That's the one side. Then the other side is Joe Mixon, Juju Smith-Schuster, a 2021 first, and is that Giovanni Bernard? It just says Gio. Gio 
I know? Yeah. Yeah. What other Geo could it be? There's no other Geos but, in football. I don't think uh, there's ever been anyone else that's played in the National Football League since the early name Geo. the name of the Geo. So I don't even think we'd have to. Like an Italian guy back in the early days, there was another. Does somebody want Geo in a trade? I'm definitely thinking of an Italian guy with a mustache smoking a cigarette on the sidelines when no one's looking like. Oh, shit, I mean, I got to go kick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, a kicker, maybe, a kicker. All right, so forget the Geo side. So it's Mixon, Juju, and a 2021 first for Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Me. Um... <laughs> I think Damn. this this episode has more fucks than we've had in a, quite this a while. A... All right, you know, I'm just going to fucking Geo is trash. He doesn't matter. Not even a little bit. Um uh... So let me look. So let me think this through. Is 2021 first and Juju enough for Devontae Adams for me? Because Mixon and Jacobs, I have pretty close. Right, exactly. Versus Jacobs, Juju versus Adams, but Juju's getting that 2021 first thrown in. Correct. Man, that's tough. I'm probably going to lean towards the Mixon side. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I definitely want that side, and I don't like Joe Mixon much more than Josh Jacobs. I I really don't care for him, but I I definitely think that 2021 first with Juju is what I would prefer over Adams. So that's the tiebreaker for me. Um, looking at Mixon and Jacobs, I actually really think Mixon is overrated, but whatever. Yeah, no, see, story for another day. See, I think if if. A lot of times, especially now with the way the COVID world is and everything, and if you want to win now, I would rather have Jacobs and Adams in my starting lineup than Mixon and Juju. Um, And I can see where the first makes the difference because you can use that piece to trade because I'm not going to hold on to that first till next year. We've already talked about that too. Who the hell knows what rookie drafts are going to look like next year? I I might. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing else to look forward to. So that 2021 draft is starting to look better and better by the day. But see, it's so funny though because so many people have conflicting opinions about this. You know, and speaking of that, you know, we've talked about grabbing rookie picks and all that kind of stuff. But Shane, I know this is off topic now. We, we all said what we want in this trade. But Shane, I saw you on your show, um, Manic and Chill. And you yeah. were talking about on that show, you said that you're now starting to move away from grabbing picks and you're just looking to get fab money now. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no, I know you want them both, but you said you specifically said fab money to you is more important than getting the third yeah, and fourth round picks. Yeah, when we were, uh, me and uh, my boy Charles were talking on Mannequin Chill, um, check us out on the Dynasty League Football YouTube channel. And then uh, make sure you leave a comment for DLF telling them how awesome uh, I and Scott are. Scott and I are. Yeah, that's how that hey, goes. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, no, I think I'd yeah, rather. I mean, Definitely, I, I not definitely, but I, I definitely, I just definitely, not definitely. <laughs> I think I I'm am sorry listening. I flustered you by asking you a yeah. question about what you talked about. <laughs> I, uh, always throws me off. Shane, what did you mean? I don't know. What did I say? So, yeah, rather than the third or fourth pick, because I want maximum flexibility for 2020, and there's nothing more flexible than fab. Right. Um, and I have a feeling I'm going to need a lot of it. And I'm going to need it every week. You know what I mean? Um, so I, if given my choice between a third and a fourth round pick or a third and a fourth and fab, I'm going yeah. to take the fab. Yeah. Yes. And, and I brought it up because we never talked about it on our show. So when I heard Shane saying that, I, I started to think about it because some of the leagues, even our listener leagues, you know, we have fab mm-hmm. money in all of these leagues. And yep. especially something like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, our 16 team HQ1. I remember last year I spent all my fab preseason to grab um, Darren Waller, you know, because he happened to be on the waiver wire. So I, I agree with you that I think fab money is going to be. Um, very valuable this year because I still think that some of those rookie picks are going to be just totally wasted next year. Um, so well, see, and I don't, I don't plan on making variants, but I don't think they'll be wasted. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't plan on using those picks in the draft. Most well, of them. exactly. You, I plan on using them in, in season. Right. For trades. Um, That's what I usually do. I usually don't have high end picks in the draft. You guys see me, I might have a, a low second 
at best. I always have like thirds yeah. and fourths. I, I don't typically have a bunch of them because I'm always kind of working for now, not later. Later is always later. I'll tell you what, though. I want, that, I want the, the money year. now. I want the dollar but, now. But if this is the year, if ever there was a year that you wanted to stack rookie picks, sure. yeah. this would be it. Because the variance next year, like you have no, like, I don't want to keep beating it over the face with, hey, there's a pandemic, whatever. But just let's, we'll put it this way the variance out there of what could happen um, versus what you plan. Now, there's always, you know, there's always variance, there's always injury, there's always poor performance, but it, it's heightened so much more um, because of this that I might even look at a couple rosters and go, hmm, maybe I just shit can this and just sell everything in sight yeah. for picks. Everything well, for yeah, first You're going to want to do that. The thing is, we we might not know until the NFL draft how we want to play that. And we see where, especially landing spots, going to be critical because we see where teams value the players that didn't play all season. I mean, right. it's, it's definitely going to have an effect. So if you wait until the NFL draft, then – you know, that that certainty or more certainty is going to kick in and less variance. And then that would be the time to actually have those picks. But you'd have to acquire them before then because then everybody's going to want them. Wow. You know, the, this wide receiver went to this team. Perfect landing spot. Justin Fields, you know, went to Jacksonville or something like that or Trevor Lawrence, whatever. You know, those kinds of things. It, the, then the picks become even more um, sought after, but you got to plan ahead. The, at some point, it's going to all shake out, and yeah. those picks are going to be no less valuable than they were this past year when we were trying to get first round picks in this draft. Yeah, and and when I say wasted, I, mostly I'm talking about the differences in what people are talking about. You know, I listen to the radio, listen to podcasts, listen to different analysts talk, and I've heard quite a few people come out and say, I don't want any picks next year. I, I want, I'm want. i getting rid of all stupid. of them. Well, but, that, but that's the point. I'm just saying, I think that's, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying yeah. there's different opinions. Yeah, you, well, you, no one said that. Anyone that said that, I wouldn't listen to their podcast. Yeah, I think oh. that's maybe a little, oh my I don't God. want to say irrational, but it's certainly um, over... What's the word I want to say? It's it's too it, it's too much to, to it, exaggerate to that extent that you don't want any picks. You're smart. This might be the perfect season. We've talked about it before on this show. It might be the perfect season to just start trading away stuff that right in the shortened season well, and, and 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 look toward building your team to peak next start peaking and next year. And you can do that very easily. And that's- that's exactly right. Like most of the look, and, and it's hard for it's hard for anyone to just be like, "Well, I'm not going to compete next year." You should be looking at next year as like, "I don't f-ing know." So there's a very high chance that my team's not going to compete, no matter how good it is. So guess what? I'm going to trade Devonte Adams for Jalen Rager, Henry Ruggs, and a 2021 first exactly. and a second. Right. Because That's you know what? Perfect. Right. So- you're insulating yourself with some young picks who hopefully will hit um, young players. And if they don't, you can flip them next year. They'll still hold value unless they have a, you know, JJ Arcega white side type of season. I'll um, never put in a, in a startup. Mike doesn't usually either. No, um, we go for, you know, winning now because we think we got what it takes to make it happen to keep winning. I do. I think I can, you know, win now and later and later and later and just come up with a way. Some people think they have to punt like the first year or two. Oh, I'm going to do that and get all these picks. And I don't know that that ever truly works out because you gave away so much to begin with. You don't have any platform or baseline, you know, to go from. Maybe people are more successful at it than I am, but I have not been successful doing that. So I won't. So I'll never give advice. Hey, go ahead and punt in the startup and just worry, worry about next year. Let's, let's move. But this season, I will tell people, probably start looking to next year now don't worry maybe don't worry about this season as much as you have before let's look to the future now yeah and it's interesting i mean uh, shane you said there's never a time when people say oh i don't want any picks and it's happened well i'm saying it's happened sometimes where people start looking at what's coming out next year and then they just say you know screw it i don't want my picks okay so just real quick though if they're saying that about the 2021 class they don't know what they're looking at but that's the the wide receivers are going to be stacked the running backs aren't going to be as good but the wide receivers are going to be just as good if not better than this class but but there's still that cloud of uncertainty we don't know what's going to happen if the college kids aren't going to play this year if some what if some kids are I'm just saying. I get what you're saying. I just feel like the NFL season is the most uncertain we've ever seen at this point in time. And if I were ever looking toward the future, and I don't want to say rebuilding. Everybody's like rebuilding. I just mean forsaking now for 
assets that'll appreciate a little bit later, I want to do that because cool. the situation where those college players aren't going to get injured, probably they're going to be working out. They're going to be the same guys, maybe less wear and tear. But if you just start at the end of the season with where those guys were ranked at the beginning of the season, I still want Trevor Lawrence. I still yeah. want Justin Fields even more than Trevor Lawrence. I want all those wide receivers. There, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this class, or I, you know, quarterbacks that could be NFL quality. Um, the next two draft classes, I'm just saying, like, if you were ever going to just screw this season, would you have a better time than this right now what we're dealing with? All right. Well, I just thought it was an interesting thing to discuss because there's so much uncertainty going on with the world. But we do have a couple other things to talk about, and I think we'll move it over to the Patreon show. So, uh, Shane, why don't you tell everybody what the Patreon show is? Oh, it's the patron show. It's the Patreon show. It's the patron show for them. So, yeah, no, you get you become a patron. You get the uncensored uh, version of this show. Um, uned- no, it's edited. It's uncensored, though. It has to be edited because if not it's not. It's not safe for work, and it's definitely uncensored. It's, it's uncensored, keep it yes. Yeah, keep it away from children, uh, small farm animals, and priests. Why do we have to keep it away from small farm animals? Small because have you ever seen cartoons? Like, <laughs> like yeah. they're small farm animals are very and naive. most social workers too. Keep, oh it, away from, keep it from away from social workers. Oh um, my god! Oh my god! Yes, but please don't join let, our. Uh, don't let the uh, family court judge hear this um, <laughs> when I have to go and get cust- fight for custody of my kids. Oh no! Oh, no, no. I'm kidding, kidding. oh okay, All good. <laughs> Um, no, no, we have the uncensored episode, you know, here. Then we have the uh, every week we give you a bonus. Well, I don't want to say bonus, but every week we get a you get a, your own patron exclusive uh, podcast. You get the group me chat, written content sometimes. Um, <laughs> you know, just extra podcast, group me chat. Trust me, it's it's worth the uh, the bang that you you pay out. And we no, have wait, a lot we of bang you, bang you for your buck. <laughs> Well, that part, I'm not 100% sure we bang anybody. But uh, the one thing, though, is cool. Everybody in that group me chat hears about you exercising and wearing your uh, vest, your weighted vest. So that muscle shirt you're wearing goes pretty good with the workout. So, Jeremy, tell everybody where people can get that muscle shirt he's wearing. Hey, you can get that muscle shirt that Shane's wearing and so much other good stuff, shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, and much more at dthq.storeenvy.com dthq.storenv.com. That's our store. That's where you can get all the stuff we talk about on the show, all the stuff we wear. Check it out. You'll find something you like there. That's awesome. And then check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review. And uh, we're going to go do the Patreon show right now. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. And uh, say goodbye, everybody. See you next week, gang. You too, Shane. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye, Shane. Bye.